Welcome to the ODUBlitz.com football show presented by our sponsors, Lions Bridge Financial Advisors, investing and planning for clients throughout Hampton Roads. I'm Ed Miller. I'm here with Harry Minium, columnist for the Virginian Pilot. Harry, uh, we got some interesting things going on with ODU these days. Yeah, I had the pleasure of watching ODU's 37-30 victory over um, FIU on uh, Conference USA TV. And for those of you who haven't watched Conference USA TV, that's sarcasm. It, it's, uh, the production was terrible. But I was really impressed with ODU. I thought, they was, I, I thought it was their best game of the year. They really looked good. Now, I wasn't there. You were there right. in person. Right. What were your takeaways from the game? I think it's easily their best performance of the year, offensively in particular. Uh, Stephen Williams was really sharp in the first half, particularly threw for yeah. 230 yards in the half, uh, made all the right reads, made all the right throws. Uh, they had big plays, which they haven't had yeah. very many of all year. Isaiah Harper, Ray Lowry had some big plays. Second half was more of a defensive effort. Uh, FIU, as um, JoJo Heaton told me, punched them in the mouth. And uh, ODU's defense responded. They came up with some turnovers, uh, big, big uh, yeah. stop on a fake punt, had a strip sack, had another fumble recovery, and then, of course, held on at the very end, uh, up by two scores. And uh, you know there's going to be an onside kick coming. Everyone in the stadium knows it. ODU knows it. And, <laughs> and FIU they, recovers. FIU recovers it. <laughs> So they get three cracks at it, uh, came down to the last play, but it was broken up in the end zone. So uh, giant exhale for ODU, and they're still uh, alive in the bowl and eligibility. Those are, yeah, and those are the, those are the, you have to win games like that if you're going to mm -hmm. have a good season. And they, they, of course, lost to Western Kentucky in a game they could have won and right. lost at North Texas. I mean, imagine if they had won those games. Whole different outlook. Yeah, yeah. it would be. Yeah. Well, ODU hosts Rice Saturday. It's senior day. Um, they, ODU will pay homage to 14 seniors. Most of those seniors were in ODU's first real FBS recruiting class in 2014, including Ray Lowry and uh, um, Rob Thompson, who you're going to yes. be writing about this week. And there's Boomney Routimi and Melvin Vaughn, who were from the recruiting class of 2013. They're right. 14 in all. They'll be honored. That's a, that's a big day for the seniors and a big day for ODU. It's also the Oyster Bowl, and for those of you who don't know what the Oyster Bowl is, and I'm sure some of you don't, it was a, a charity football game played here in its heyday in the 50s and 60s. It began in the 40s, but back in the 50s and 60s, Navy, Virginia Tech, um, Syracuse, which won, I believe, the 1963 National Championship, mm. you know, North Carolina, Georgia Tech, it brought a lot of big-time teams here. Eventually, Foreman Field, you know, college football outgrew Foreman Field became a Division three game on the peninsula. But once ODU started football, it's back. It's not like it was, but um, right. this raises about twenty or $30,000 for the Shriners Hospital. And so it's, you know, ODU fans are paying an extra dollar for the, um, to, per ticket for this game, which is all going to the Shriners and their hospitals. Ed Rice is one and nine, but I think you and I agree that um, this is a game ODU can lose. Tell us about Yeah, absolutely. Rice. And uh, speaking of senior day, Harry, it's senior day every day for you and me, you know, that's, older guys. That's very true. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, right, uh, ODU does have a lot of seniors, just to talk about that for a minute. Uh, not a huge class, but very impactful guys. Uh, not a lot of guys uh, who uh, had a traditional path. They have some transfers, guys like Brandon Addison. Um, had guys who redshirted, but not necessarily as freshmen, like Rob Thompson, Melvin Vaughn. Melvin Vaughn. Uh, guys like Lowry, who went straight through in four years. So, uh, yeah, but guys who've had a big impact, for sure. 
But uh, speaking about rice, yeah, rice is dangerous. Rice is one in nine, and uh, it sounds like coach speak, but they're playing better. Yeah. They got absolutely nothing to lose. Rice has had a very hard year. They started the year uh, in Australia, <laughs> which seemed like a good idea at the time. <laughs> then they couldn't Playing really, Stanford. Yeah, yeah, then they couldn't really get back home because of Hurricane yeah. Harvey. Yeah. So they finally got home. They, you know, some of the players had lost their their homes. There were family situations. Just a yeah. just you know, not to make light of it at all. Very a serious situation. They played a very difficult non-conference schedule. Played Army, Houston, Stanford, and uh, Pitt. Pro as Bobby Wilder said, probably the hardest non-conference schedule of any team in the in the league. I would. Uh, well, I think he said in a group of five, and yeah, I would agree with that's that. That's true. Yeah. So after all that, you know, a tough year, but they're starting to play better. They've got uh, they got two guys named Ellerby who apparently are not related. Just just check that. Sophomore running back Nathan uh, Ellerby, and then uh, senior linebacker Emmanuel Ellerby. Emmanuel has uh, over 100 tackles, 101 of the season. Another player to watch, Brian Womack, a defensive end. He He's leads, really good. yeah, he yeah. leads the league in sacks and tackles for loss. So yeah, Rice is. This is definitely a game they can't take for granted. Yeah, they can't. And as and as we know, ODU has to win their last two games to go to a bowl. Let me take you back to 2014 for just a second. In the first ODU's first conference USA game was at Rice. Mm, Rice yeah. had won nine in a row at home. They were the defending conference champions, and they won a bowl game that year. And ODU won 45 to 42. Taylor Heineke took ODU 67 yards in 31 seconds, and then Ricky Seegers kicked a 25-yard field goal, mm -hmm. and we're all looking at each other thinking, wow, um, maybe FBS football isn't, isn't going to be sure. that much of a challenge for ODU, but of course it has been a challenge. Yeah. Um, um, we're going to take a short break and learn more about our sponsor, Lions Bridge Financial Advisors. You embody dedication, sacrifice, and commitment. You are an elite athlete. You know the difference superior coaching makes. Lions Bridge Financial Advisors is here to be your financial coach. We'll help you pack for your athletic journey by gathering a complete picture of where you are and where you want to go and by working with other trusted professionals on your behalf. We're back with the Yodu Blitz video uh, podcast. Um, Ed, let's talk about the ultimate goal for any FBS program, and that's a bowl game. ODU has to win its last mm -hmm. two. Do you think they can beat Rice and a pretty good Middle Tennessee team? Do you think they can do it? Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, entirely possible. I mean, Rice, you know, is a team they're supposed to beat. Um, Middle Tennessee on the road, obviously, that's a little tougher. Middle's yeah. got their quarterback back, uh, Brent Stock still. Right. Uh, you know. But again, you know, you play the games. Uh, Middle is uh, not known for having a great uh, home crowd atmosphere. And Thanksgiving, Saturday, right. they'll have a terrible crowd, yeah. I'm sure. And yeah. they just won the road at FIU, uh, you know, backs against the wall. Yeah, it's entirely possible. Yeah. I, I wouldn't rule it out at all. Um, if ODU gets the six wins, as I wrote about earlier this week, I think they're going to get a bowl bid. You're not guaranteed a bowl bid unless you get seven in Conference USA. And uh, there have been some seasons when six-win teams don't go to bowls. But the last two years, um, two years ago, three, five, and seven teams went to bowls. Last year, there were five teams that otherwise wouldn't have qualified. They all, all weren't five and seven, but they had other factors that went to bowls. So I think if, if they get the six wins, I think they're going to go to a bowl. Yeah, really good chance. And uh, those five win bowl teams tend to get made fun of, but, you know, it is what it is. But this year, I think uh, I think you're going to need six this year yeah. to get there. And by the way, two years ago, those, those three, five, and seven teams, they all won. Right. So, so yeah. 
So, you know, ODU could wind up um, going to a non-conference USA Bowl, you know, the Boca Raton Bowl, New Orleans Bowl, New Mexico Bowl. Those are all games that are contracted with Conference USA. But, you know, there have been some national publications that have seven, eight, nine, ten Conference USA yeah. teams going to bowls. That means they could end up in Montgomery, Alabama in the Camellia Bowl because I don't think the Sun Belt's going to yeah. fill all of its slots. They no. could end up in the Cure Bowl in Orlando. You'd yeah. like that, wouldn't you? I keep my suitcase <laughs> packed. I'm ready to go short notice wherever, wherever, uh, wherever ODU goes. So where was ODU? Did ODU move up in the power rankings? Yeah, time? yeah, they moved up a notch uh, to number 10 uh, from 11. Not to skip ahead too much, but, uh, you know, Florida Atlantic is still number one. Yeah. I think uh, really an interesting story in Boca Raton. It's starting to get a lot of national attention. You know, Lane Kiffin uh, coming in, the, in. They're in the ESPN Top 25 yeah. power oh, rankings. Okay. Yeah. I did not know that, but yeah. uh, they could finish 11-3, and three, which, you know, is pretty pretty good after starting 1-3. and three. Uh, North Texas is winning the West, so they're, they're number two. I've got UAB at three. FIU, which just stumbled at ODU, but had a chance to win the game on the final play. A solid team at number four. Then we've got Marshall, Southern Miss, Middle Tennessee, Western Kentucky. And uh, who do we have at nine? I know ODU is at ten. Louisiana. Nine, we have UTSA. And then ODU, La Tech has fallen all the way to 11. Uh, not that they worry about that in the least, but uh, Rice, Charlotte, and UTEP are bringing up the rear as they've done uh, As they have all, all year. year yeah. In every conference USA yeah. power ranking. So let's look at some of the games in CUSA. Uh, we talked about Middle Tennessee as ODU's final opponent. They've got the 100 Miles of Hate game at Western Kentucky. Hey, they do, and I, I think the 100 Miles of Hate really doesn't resonate with the fans there no. yet. They, neither team really draws very well, but it does with right. the players, you know. Yeah. Um, I, it's this is this is a game where there's is very physical game. There's a lot of emotion involved. Um, Western Kentucky won by a point last season. I think it's good for ODU if Middle Tennessee wins this Absolutely. game and becomes bowl eligible. Yeah, because Western finishes at FIU, which again is a tough game. They can't get that sixth win. Better for the Monarchs. Uh, and and also, I think it's better for ODU if Middle Tennessee already has a bowl right. in hand. You know, yeah, they know take some of that. We're bowl eligible. Yeah. We don't have to beat ODU. Exactly. Take yeah. some of that urgency out of that game for them. Uh, Charlotte at Southern Miss. Uh, Southern Miss is cruising along 6-4. and four. They're bowl eligible. Charlotte is having a hard year. Yeah, not a lot to say about this game. No. Uh, you know, the... You know, Southern Miss will probably win easily. Yeah. Louisiana Tech at UTEP. UTEP 0 and 10. But Louisiana Tech, they are the hard luck team in Conference USA. They've lost three games by point, including one at South Carolina. Unbelievable mm -hmm. game. They almost won in another in overtime. Yeah. I think Brett McMurphy said this week, this team. Does, I hope they win their last two games because they deserve a bowl bid. I, yeah. I agree. They're probably the best four and six team in the country, or one of the best for sure. Um, UTEP has not won. Uh, you wonder if maybe somehow they can get one. Uh, doesn't appear that they will, but you never know. They're you at home. Know. This is their last home game. It's senior day. You yeah. never know what happens. And uh, you don't know what La Tech is like. So, But I, I'm not picking UTEP. Don't get no, me wrong. I think Louisiana <laughs> Tech wins easily. Right. Uh, UAB at Florida. Here's an interesting game. Uh, UAB. They've got know, nothing to lose. Right. Got to give them a chance. <laughs> yeah. Florida's an 11-point favorite, but I don't think anyone at this point would be too surprised if UAB, no. A, made it close, B, even if they won. Um, you know, it's been that kind of year for the Blazers. They've just been... Uh, and they're two plays away from being 9-1 and one yeah, right now. they're exceeding expectations. Uh, Army at North Texas, that's an interesting game. Uh, 
I'm sure Army looked like an easy game on a relatively <laughs> easy game when this was scheduled, probably several years ago. Yeah. Army's now eight and two, and of course they run the ball really and they, well. And they beat Duke last week. I watched yeah. a lot of that game. Army is a good football yeah. team. North Texas is good. They've already clinched the West. Uh, you know, no harm, no foul if they don't win this game. But uh, it'll, it'll be a good clash of styles too, because North Texas is going to throw yeah. the ball, run it, and. And it's the third game between these teams in 13 months, which is amazing. Yeah, that is amazing. <laughs> they really they know each other well. They played last season, then they played in a bowl game. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That's really crazy. Yeah. And then the big game of the week? Yeah, the Shula Bowl. Yeah. FIU at FAU yeah. in Boca Raton. And uh, I wonder if the fans will wake up and uh, go to this game. I don't know. It's, I don't it's a know hard either. sell down there for both these programs. It really is. There's so much to do in Miami, non-sports-related and sports-related. It's, right. it's really tough down there to, for any team to draw, you know. Major League Baseball, NHL, they all have a tough time drawing fans. But Yeah. You know. FAU is really rolling now. They've got a lot of swag, a lot of confidence. I was yeah. watching them uh, last week a little bit, uh, fourth and one from their own 21 in the first quarter. <laughs> what do you do? You punt? What does no. Lane, what does Lane Kiffin do? Right. He goes for right, And they get it. Yeah. And they had another gadget play where their receiver was open by 25 yards. They seem to have one of those every week. So um, I still like Florida Atlantic in yeah. that game. The uh, Shula Bowl, it's named the Shula Bowl because everyone knows Don Shula was right. coach of the Miami Dolphins. He has a restaurant in downtown Norfolk. Uh, I yes. saw him there a few months ago. Um, the first coach at FAU was Howard Schnellenberger, who mm -hmm. was an assistant with Shula. And the first FIU's first coach was Don Strock. Yeah, you remember him? Dolphins quarterback, right? And from Virginia Tech. Right, so yeah. That's why it's a Shula Bowl. Don Strock. And the last game of the week, Marshall at UTSA. Yeah, UTSA is really kind of struggling right now. They are. Uh, they were expected to be a little better. Uh, you know, they really need this game. Marshall's already clinched a bowl bid. It's, I don't have a strong feeling either way. Both, one thing about this game, these are the two best defenses, probably uh, scoring-wise anyway, in the, in the league. So it shouldn't yeah. be a high-scoring affair. Both, yeah. Neither one of them gives up many points. And UTSA really might we need to win this game because if they don't, they're going to Louisiana Tech next week, and that's not a game I would uh, like to be playing having to win to go to a bowl game. Yeah, yeah, UTSA uh, Roadrunners. So uh, let's get back to our game, Harry. Uh, we've got the Rice Owls. we got two Owls in the conference, FAU and, uh, and Rice. Uh, who do you like in this game? I don't like the Owls in this game. I think uh, Old Dominion will, you know, Old Dominion could lose this game. You know, it, it really is. It's a, there's a, really a narrow difference between the top and bottom teams in Conference USA as, as we saw when Charlotte beat UAB of all things, which is just amazing. But I think ODU will take care of business. It's a game they need to win. It's senior day. I think they win 38 to 20. Yeah, I, I think they win too. Um, as Bobby Wilder brought up this week, their old U has been very good in November. Yeah. I think the, the number was 25 and four, yeah. uh, and you know there are reasons for that. Uh, tapers practice, uh, obviously they get better during the year. So you know I think I don't think it'll be an easy game, but I but I agree uh, somewhere in the uh, 31 to 20 range. I think ODU takes this one and gets to five wins and uh, sets up a big game the following week. On Thanksgiving weekend. Yes, exactly. So we'll be back next week to tell you about Rice and look forward to Middle Tennessee. For Harry Minion, this is Ed Miller. Thanks again for watching the ODUBlitz.com show, presented by our sponsors, Lions Bridge Financial Advisors, investing and planning for clients throughout Hampton Roads. Thank you. We'll see you again next week.